will yeah so we will start our today's news the first one is very interesting is in ohio uh ohio university so the first one is um ohio university um ohio news so the website will be ohio.edu and the title is called new virtual reality and game development major well ready uh, students to use emerging technology for communications so in this news it talks about ohio university is now offering an, a new undergrade major starting this fall in virtual reality and game development uh, it's called vrgd and the vrgd program will teach students to use emerging technologies like virtual reality and digital games specifically for communication purpose um, so pretty much um, <clears throat> the interesting thing is that now um, uh, it seems like ohio university is one of the top augmented reality and virtual reality college in the united states for 2021 <clears throat> And according to their program, they want uh, it will require the student to minor in either business or communication studies. Uh, and in addition to uh, VRGD, they want students to get a lot of like uh, you know fields of studies, such as the VRGD students, they can access to uh, motion lab, XR lab. Cin cinematic VR lab and grid GRID. GRID is refers to uh, game research and immersive design lab facilities. So yeah, so I I personally think that um, in this article it says that the demand of future workers with experience in virtual reality and game development is growing. The United States games market considered the world's second largest, just behind only China, is valued between $21 billion and $43 billion, depends on what types of source you get. But you see like around, I would say, 25 to 40. Oh, hello. Hello, Rahu. Hello. Good evening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi. Good evening. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. So uh, I want to give you a little recap, which we just talked about Ohio University. They are going to start a VRGD, which refers virtual reality and game development major starting this fall and ohio university is considered as the top arvr college in united states in this year 2021 and uh, all the students requires to minor e either business or communication studies so it means that not only the students need to learn the <clears throat> VR immersive game development skills, but also they need to learn either business or communication. So yeah, so they don't want students just, you know, be the techie person. They want them to either learn business 
right? Business is all about, you know, uh, how to create something, create a system, and that the system kind of like a build, uh, like generate money on its own. And communication means that uh, not only the student needs to master in technology, but also they need to talk talk, communicate with people and learn more like humanity part. So, and as for the students, they can access to a lot of really good resource in the Ohio University, including uh, their uh, motion lab, XR lab, cinematic uh, VR labs, and GRID, G-R-I-D refers game research and immersive design lab facilities. And according to the research, uh, the future workers with experience in virtual reality and game development is growing. The United States games market considered to be the world's second largest, just behind only China. It's valued between $25 billion and $43 uh, billion. So yeah, so for me, the interesting part about um, AR, VR uh, is that right now you see like we have a lot of top companies such as Walt Disney, EA, uh, Ubisoft, uh, Unity, Apple, Sony, uh, you know, like uh, Google and Blizzard. They are right now is kind of like start integrating uh, some AR, VR inside their uh, system. And especially we, we all know that Apple is going to launch their uh, very high end. We, we all know that once Apple launch a product, for example, like an AR glass, it will be like, you know, knock out the whole market. So yeah, so uh, it's very interesting to see that Ohio University is starting uh, their program and integrate with so many good existing resource and then uh, yeah, start creating another new uh, students or like creating um, a lot of like new programs for their students. So uh, any thoughts for the news? Yeah, you can unmute yourself. Yeah, and start talking and I will mute myself. Uh, hi, <laughs> again. Um, actually, I think I tapped on the very right time here, doesn't it? I'm the person uh, who's handling the new vertical head for my new company, not mine. I'm working for some investor. Now, he, he is a businessman, a very old chain of businessmen from, you know, the chains of uh, in India. If you might know those Agarwal chains and those Amani and Adani, the brands. I am basically, I just give you a heads up of my intro. I'm a mechanical engineer, worked for 15 years in this field of uh, automation, logistics, and robotics. Now, uh, before pandemic, I changed this company. I shifted my career from uh, the field of my own automation into the digital platform. Then we were incubating in many companies trying to tie up with them and how to start the business the digital. So I, I had to create a data bank of all the companies around the world, people who are exposed into it. And India, it is happening a lot. Before that, I had to work with my company, Exuding, which is, uh, I worked for them for nine years. And I was the person, key person for handling this kind of virtual realities, animation, emulation, simulation softwares, what they developed, okay? <laughs> Right now, I was just looking up the institute who can, uh, you know, teach a 37-year-old guy 
with a 15 years of background of work, I, I had uh, a little, uh, I was reluctant to get into some college and with the students, with young age students, and rather get, a, you know, training in these kind of technologies. I was searching. I believe this is the right time. I just clicked on to this clubhouse just six days back, and now I'm meeting wonderful people. Can you just help me out in this? It will be possible for you to teach me, to guide me how I can be, uh, maybe I can be connected with the people, connected with you, or I university, and how I can get trained into this technology. I know a little bit of it. I've used that all that the HTC, uh, we are platform then we made some you know factory designs into it uh, we were doing all those designing with the virtual component in uh, 3d and now i'm really much into it to get into ar and mr and xr um, uh, right back to you dominic yeah yeah sure uh if you want to learn um you know more xr uh actually i have like the kind of like the uh, game training I'm workshop hello can you hear me can you hear me right now? I guess I can hear you, Rahul. Yeah, hi, Sydney. Hi, nice to meet you. Um, yeah, I've attended a, a few of um, Dom, Dom's XR weekly news, and it's it's really interesting just to see the new emerging um, technologies in different um, different areas. Um, but I was I was going to wait to see if Dom had any response to your question. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Um, I, I was about to say that actually I have a workshop uh, just right after this one and uh, it's in the meetup. So if you go to my profile, I think you can probably email me, right? You can see my email on my profile, right? So do you want to email me and just say hi so I can send you a bunch of link related to XR training or learning? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, hi, Stephanie. Do you have any thoughts about the news? Like Ohio University is going to provide uh, the uh, VRGD, uh, virtual reality game development, these types of uh, emerging uh, major uh, and combined with a lot of cool um, labs, facilities and going to trend the next generation of designer combined with the developer yeah what do you thought what do you think yeah no i think it's um it's really exciting to see that um now um, this technology is starting to become a lot more um a lot bigger in, within uh educational systems they're recognizing the significance of this in their future and i also thought it was really um really great that the program is also requiring students to minor in business or communication studies. So to not only have the skills in AR, VR, but like you were saying as well, understanding you know how to implement that in, um, in a, from business sense, if, as well as if they want to become entrepreneurs, as well as how to communicate um, their um, the technology to <clears throat> within the industry. So. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes, and I think more and more we're starting to see evidence that this is going to continue to develop in, into the new year. I'm excited to see what, what will come of this. Yeah, this rests another interesting uh, question between like one of my student session and me. One of my students said that, Tom asked me a question like, 
Hey Dom, I heard some people said that designer doesn't have to code. I like designer doesn't have to learn how to code because designer only needs to be master in design. And I told her that yeah, actually, you know, like、uh, you can definitely be a designer who doesn't know how to code, right? And who doesn't know anything else and only know design. It's fine. It will give you a a fine genetic. Security, very secure job, right? But if you want to go up, or if you want to, you know, be the person who kind of like、uh, go, you know, um, be the early adapter, or you know, like、uh, be bold, right? Be ahead of your peers, or you know, like do something great. You kind of need to learn a little bit coding or a little bit business communication, not just. Only focus on design, right?、Uh, yeah, it's great that you master in design, but design is kind of a collateral things, such as culture, language, you know, the way like psychology, right? A lot of different things combine together. If you learn how to code, then you know a lot of stuff, you know, opens. For example, if you know how to do like Unity, or if you know like a little bit hands-on executing、uh, softwares, it will open up the possibility of different behavior gestures, right? And if you learn business, you you know how to implement your design into a system and create something and solve people more people's problem instead of making things beautiful, right? And the interesting things is like when I go to a company or you. You know, when I work with other teams, marketing, business, always or solving people's problem, always prior to user experience. It's very interesting. For example, like when you go to an e-commerce website, there's always a pop-up asking you to sign up, login, or something, right? As your some of your information. This is not considered to be a good user experience because it's kind of hinder the user. But it's good for marketing, right? It's good for business to get you know the. Uh, so, so they can remarketing you. They can connect with you. So it's interesting to see, like, if you are so user, like, only know user experience and not really know, like, it's just part of the bigger system, right? Like business system or something bigger, right? It's just part of it. If you only know little thing, then you will like it. it First, it's hard for people to work with you because you couldn't talk in their language. You couldn't empathize people, right? And if you only know that little thing, and it's hard for you to create even more innovative、uh, behavior gesture because you are limited to your own little Figma file, right? You couldn't make it like envision it inside three D, or you couldn't make a rapid prototype to communicate your idea better. So I would. Encourage you or encourage everyone just to learn enough to communicate or to do like a really simple, small interactive stuff. You don't have to master, you know, like oh, you are the expert. You don't have to, but you need to know enough for yourself to kind of start innovate some stuff or start integrating, right? And then also learn some business communication, some art. Some you know history, some other stuff that is out there. You don't have to master in those because we all know that everyone's time is limited. But it's good to open your mind and not just say, "Oh, this is coding. I'm not going to learn it." Yeah. So that's what I I'm thinking, and I'm really happy 
to see that Ohio University is not only, you know, like, oh, VR de game development, you only need to learn low stuff and nothing else you can learn because you need to master in it in order to be an expert. But they kind of want the, their students to be open-minded, right? Uh, and uh, kind of make them minor at least business or communication. So, you know, that, that will kind of enhance your VR design, not just like, oh, I know how to code. I know this motion, this twin, like perfectly, right? Everything like 3D model, like the texture lighting is perfect, but you know how to connect with people, how to make a, a really good immersive experience and you know people and you know how your design, VR design can put into a business and become the solutions of the uh, business. Yeah, so I think this is a very good uh, um, like um, measure, and uh, I'm I love to just like seeing that Ohio University is you know start integrating a lot of different measure and start merging right merging different um, technology together. Right, so uh, I'm really happy to see all those. Okay, so let's move on to the next news. Next news is on adweek.com, adweek, A-D-W-E-E-K, adweek. And the title is called AT&T Built a Virtual Reality Island Complete with a movie theater and a clothing store. So pretty much AT&T right now is about to hop on the so-called Metaverse, okay, Metaverse is kind of a buzzword right now for AR and VR. So yeah, so pretty much in short, in this news, it talks about AT&T AT is going to create a game, like a, a, a Metaverse uh, for people to socialize. Um, you know, like when people start socializing and they don't really know each other, the best icebreaker is a small, simple game, right? If, you know, you, you don't know somebody and the avatar looks, you know, kind of like it's not the real person. Everyone is having like a virtual avatar in order for them to kind of start talking. And it's, uh, it's very good to kind of start creating some small, simple games so people can start, you know, communicate, start playing together and start making friends. So they partner with the company called VR Chat Active, Activation, VR Chat Activation. Uh, yeah, so VR Chat is kind of like a social platform that allows people to create their avatar and play some simple games and start chatting um, inside the virtual space. And also they partner another uh, lifestyle uh, clothing brand called 100 Thieves. Uh, I went to the, the site 100 Thieves. Uh, they, they are pretty, pretty much selling a lot of clothing and you know hoodies or you know a lot of stylish clothing. So pretty much in ATMT's like the first experimental hub, metaverse, so-called metaverse, they are trying to start uh, putting a lot of entertainment and also like experience some uh, e-commerce shop. So pretty much if you are in the ATMT metaverse, you can start shopping 
right? You can start shop some uh, some clothes from a hundred thieves, and just by clicking, you know the uh, you you can see uh, a lot of clothing like demonstrate there, and you can uh, click and see the details of the clothes, even though it's in the three D you know avatar or like three D model, but it well like. The 3D model looks really real. So you can pretty much feel how the clothes looks and you can put, you can kind of directly order inside AT&T's Metaverse. And also you can watch HBO Max, right? You can watch movies inside uh, AT&T's uh, Metaverse. So yeah, so it's very interesting that um, a lot of companies right now is start uh, creating defining or start, you know, experience, experiencing like the, the concept of metaverse, which means the um, right now, so far, I read a bunch of articles. It seems like metaverse right now, people are trying to define it right now. And the current, um, you know, a lot of uh, online articles talking about uh, metaverse right now, is more like decentralized, right? First is decentralized. And also it's a digital platform, allows everyone to start doing the normal things that you will be in the, the physical world. For example, you, you can go to Metaverse and buy stuff, right? And people or business owner can create their little shops creatively inside metaverse right you can you know make your company looks really cool or something right and you can change your avatar it's like you will have another second life inside a digital uh dimension right so it's very interesting to see that early exploration for at&t to start integrating uh, movies entertainment and e-commerce uh, inside that social socialization or like social metaverse. Yeah, any thoughts for this? So, Tom, I already sent you a link of the message. I believe this is the right um, platform which you're talking about right now. Is it right? Just check it out once. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, um, on my profile, right? You can see like, you, you can see my profile, right? The, the clubhouse profile. You can see my profile. And uh, there's, there, there uh, my email is in my uh, profile. So if you want to send me a message and I will reply you with, you know, some some of the, uh, my workshop information or some uh, XR stuff. Hello? Hello? Yeah, so yeah, so pretty much uh, you can see my, my profile, right? Uh, my uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. Okay, so yeah, Stephanie, do you have any thoughts? Um, I have a question. So when you are explaining um, this a new station um, where people can, users can um, uh, immerse themselves in this movie theater experience as well as um, shop um, the merchandise. Um, are users able to try on the merchandise and actually purchase it in real life? Or is this just just in the digital world, the avatar for wearing this clothing? 
Uh, I think right now, as far as I know, you can purchase it. I watched the trailer, and you can see like、uh, they put their clothes right before it was on the e-commerce platform. But now you can pretty much,、uh, yeah. I think it's the 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 physical one.、Uh, as、uh, as for try on, I think right now on the trailer, I didn't see try on, but you can see, you know, like the three D model and like window shop, right? It's on three D format, and you can start seeing the texture、uh, stuff. But since you are in the avatar, right? So the virtual try on might might make you feel good, but it's not real you. But、uh, as far as I know, on AT and T's platform right now, you can order and purchase immediately. Which I they didn't say that in the article. It didn't say that you can.、Uh, it's it's the avatar clothes or not. But personally, when I perceive this news, I think it's the physical clothes. So you can you know go to the 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 window shop in the in, in metaverse. And then you can buy it immediately, and it will probably well send to your physical house. Yeah, that's what I proceed.、Um, yeah, so I think this is a very interesting something similar to you know to Snapchat, right? You can uh, use uh, your AR lens and start scanning stuff, or you can try a lot of you know AR lens and see which product you like. And you can click, and you can immediately purchase、uh, the the real stuff. You can just go to checkout and buy stuff, and the stuff will send to your home. And you can, you know, kind of like virtual try on or like virtual kind of experience it. And then when you click a button, it, the product will send directly to your place. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. I think about like. You know, especially during the time of COVID, and、um, you know, initially not wanting to go into any stores to try on clothing.、Um, so to be able to implement this type of technology, where you could, you know, see the clothing, and I mean, it would be great if eventually you would be able to try on the clothing to a certain extent, but also with the technology, be able to actually touch the texture and feel like the thickness of the clothing, because there are some have been times when I've ordered clothes online. And、um, you know, I read through the reviews and through the description, but when it actually comes, I'm a little disappointed with the product. It wasn't what I expected in terms of like the the material, for example.、Um, and another thing you stated was,、uh, yeah, for even small businesses、um, who may not have as much resources to be able to design a store in the way that they want it to look.、Um, That without spending as much money as it would to actually physically or build it in the physical world, so that's that's neat. Yeah, I think as for <clears throat> for for the try on thing, actually right now there are a lot of companies for you know, like start making some、uh, sensors in VR. For example, like there,、um, I I forgot the name, but you can pretty much smell the scent. Of the product, or of, for example, when you watch a movie, and、uh, in VR you can wear that device, kind of cover your nose or something. And when,、uh, for example, when someone fart or you know when there's a bump, right, and you can smell the、um, dynamite or you know you can smell all the different scents and kind of correspond in 
uh, with your uh, view, your you know, with everything you see inside VR space. So that can be one to be implemented because you know we all know that in order to be super immersive, just like we are in the real world, we need like sand, uh, pretty much ice cover. If you cover our eyes, right, uh, make like a video immersive experience. Pretty much, you can cover the majority of our, uh, our the, the brain. Like the brain will kind of start thinking about we are in that space. But the smell, right? The smell can really make the difference of really in in inside that VR space. And also touch, right? Right now, there are some um, VR glove, pretty much being invented, but you know, still like in the not really mature stage, but you know, some people start really dive into the sense of touch, just like you said that, you know, different materials feels different, right? And also there are some, you know, some motion sensors or, you know, some suits. If you go online and search Tesla suit, uh, you, it can sense or it can correspond some, you know, simple touches of your body. Right. For example, if you are being punched or, you know, if you kind of there's a vibration, there's a heat inside VR space, the suit will, you know, start implementing all those data inside the suit and make you feel that uh, you kind of, oh, there, there's a fire near you and you, you know, the suit will turn on the heat so you feel it's hot. Yeah. So um, I would say that. And there's another um, very interesting device. Uh, I forgot the name, but when you wear it, uh, it will kind of do some motions on your face. For example, if you play some, you know, fighting games, and if someone blow your face, and pretty much that device will punch your face, so you feel real. So right now, yeah, I, I think right now uh, every company is trying to create a metaverse. And the technology is trying to meet uh, there. So in the future, uh, just like you said that, yeah, sometimes we feel disappointed about the product. But if we can integrate all those, you know, sensors, scent, and also, yeah, visual, right? And maybe audio, right? And uh, all those sense, if we can integrate together, then we can pretty much feel everything like a real in the virtual world and we can order buy stuff online and then you know you just click the purchase and stuff will send to your physical world or you can purchase the avatar version or the digital version of that clothes so make your second life looks cool and fancy so yeah so it's very interesting to see like the, the early stage of the metaverse and a lot of big companies start, you know, investing uh, those types of uh, reality. Okay, the third one is the third news. The last news is called uh, non-fungible tokens are re uh, revolutionizing the art world and art theft. Okay, so the, in this news, it talks about a lot of people 
right now is very into like NFT, which is called non-fungible token. Non-fungible token pretty much is similar to you know bitcoins. Um, people talk about NFT is pretty much using the cryptocurrency and to you know to digitize the art and also crypt that art so it's not only decentralized but also it can be you know trade right and it's so unique whoever owns it well you know wh whoever gets the, the the key code right gets transferred and well all the art and this will kind of like cost a lot of kind of like it's good and sometimes things has two coins like it's like coins there there are two sides so um the good side about it is it's decentralized and also um there are not like you know gatekeepers and you also can start working on a lot of like uniqueness of the art one inside this article it talks about one artist even burned his physical or his real paintings in the real world just because he wants to make his nft art the art in the you know using cryptocurrency or using blockchain kind of crypt that that nft art so unique so he pretty much burned his paintings which is a little extreme but it seems like a lot of people right now is very into it and uh, as far as I know that there are so many crazy price or like crazy um, crazy like exchange for uh, the, 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 the NFT art, for example, like someone sold a few million dollars, like um, 69, 70 million dollars for an art, a piece of art. So some people start thinking about maybe you can do a lot of money laundry, right? Through <laughs> so NFT. And also, um, I, I don't know that part, but it's, it's very interesting to see a lot of price that when I see the art, I don't really feel it's, it's value like a hundred million dollars or something, but it's just the price is extremely crazily high. And also, you know, like musician and artist Greens, she sold a collection of digital artwork for almost six million dollars and using NFT. Yeah, it's very interesting. Like a lot of people know how to use NFT and make monies. Um, but the, the thing about NFT is that you know, there are a lot of apps. If you download some NFT or, you know, some, 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 some of those uh, apps, you can pretty much generate. For example, you click a button, right? And the computer or the app will generate NFT art for you. You don't, now you don't need to learn how to draw. You don't need to learn anything, right? And you can start creating your NFT art and start selling just by clicking a button. Right. So some people start thinking about, hey, a lot of non-creative people, right? They didn't even got receive any art education. They start making art. They start selling NFT arts. That's I don't know whether this is good or not, but some people start concerning that we lose the sense of beauties 
by mass massively creating, you know, like super easy art and selling in the NFT market. And also it's so easy to steal some other people's work or control. For example, if you are the artist, right? And you put things out there. Since it's not really, you know, belongs to you, sometimes, you know, if someone wants to, um, you know, steal your work, they, they, there are some ways that you couldn't even control your work if it is being out there. Some people, like when I saw this news, some people even kind of like there's a, a really interesting um, ways. I, I think there's a interesting um, 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 like I think it's platform or something. It can, allows people to tokenize web page or tweets uh, that the user didn't even own. So for example, if I see this tweet, I like it and I tokenize it and I start selling it. Yeah, it's, it's very weird that um, uh, cryptocurrency or you know, like blockchain should be invented to just protect and decentralize. But it's also because probably it's too advanced. There, there's no no rules. Um, you know, nobody is kind of defining how we need to do things. And if someone likes something, you know, online and they just you know tokenize it and start selling it in MFT, then even the true artist or the true owner, right, true writers couldn't even own their piece of things in NFT world. So yeah, so I find out this is a very interesting uh, things and right now it's happening right now. And uh, the thing about it is that I think in metaverse, right? Because we all concern about our privacy being stolen or, you know, because our digital, everything is digitalized, right? And there's some someone who holds the server of this Metaverse get all the data of everyone, right? So you couldn't even escape if you are in the physical world, right? A lot of stuff that companies cannot get your data, right? But if everything about you is digitized and someone who holds the server, they can get everything about you. So that's why I think um, blockchain is important because it's kind of secure people's privacy but there are some other issues since it is in the early stage. There's no regulations and people start exploring and problems uh, start coming up. Yeah, so yeah, any thoughts of the NFT tokens um, like art or some other areas that you have thoughts about this article? question about your thoughts on like copyright because if an artist creates um a piece of work uh, I, i'm just curious I'm, I'm just thinking about like how copyright would work in terms of um you know uh, someone taking your artwork and then selling it or tokenizing it and the other part of it another thing i was thinking about was i think recently or um there was uh, like um, in the NBA, they sold like um, some highlights of like top shots um, within basketball for a large amount of money. I think like 
$200 million. And how does that work if someone purchases it? Because people still have access to watch these highlights. However, someone just owns it. And then do they have a right to then remove people's access to it? Um, I'm still trying to understand yeah, how NFTs work. Yeah, good question. Actually, for me, I still really don't know how NFT will work. And people are start, you know, trying to understand how NFT works by doing it, right? Because at the early stage, we don't know what will happen and we just let everyone jump in, right? And when problems start working, uh, start showing up, when there are a lot of problems and people start saying like, no, right? Um, yeah, so um, someone will start setting up a regulation and start, you know, kind of eliminate some bad behaviors. So for me, I think NFT right now is still, I would say still really, really new. And um, yeah, if you see somebody like, for example, in the, the real world, it's it because of the law, right? Law, I think a lot of uh, copyrights or something, it's just start inventing I think it's the, the history is not as long as you know some other law regulation, right? It's it's kind of being invented in right now, right? Kind of like I would say probably I I don't really know when the copyright being invented, but it seems like it's just because of industrial um, industrial revolution, and right now we are in the information revolution. So during this time we kind of come up with the copyright regulation or rules, right? To protect people who are original created. And NFT is just something that happens this years and it's not mature enough. So right now we find out there are a lot of problems. For example, if someone who didn't own that creation, but they tokenize it. Once you tokenize it and you own that key, and even the original author couldn't access it. It's not belongs to that author anymore. It's someone who see that art, loves it and tokenize it and becomes that thief, right? So there are a lot of things good about NFT is that it's decentralized. But if you kind of play the rule, right? Kind of, you know, like the, 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 this is kind of a technology It's not good or bad. Right. And we all know it's decentralized and it's really secure. And it no like whoever owns that token becomes the owner. But if the owner doesn't even cannot even access to his own token, then there are some problems. Right. So I would say that right now we start finding out a lot of problems about NFT. Then uh, once this problem, because right now I believe only new adapters start purchasing and start playing around. So right now it's just, you know, some problem showing up, right? And MFT, as far as I know that in Asia, China even, uh, you know, kind of declare that uh, uh, Bitcoin or uh, cryptocurrency is illegal, right? So right now it seems like NFT is still something between, you know, Right now in United States, it's legal, right? But there are a lot of stuff like, especially like cryptocurrency or uh, NFT still kind of being related to, you know, selling something in black market. 
and you pay like uh, cryptocurrency. It's still good. Like a lot of people, like big companies, like exploring this part. But when in the real usage, um, people will use it to do some other things, right? So I would say that the technology itself is very advanced. And how we can kind of control, and how we can define the rules uh, when the the majority of the population start using it. For example, we start to use bitcoins as our everyday life, right? And if there are a lot of thieves and cause the a lot of people's trouble, and it becomes the news, and people start, you know. The Congress start, you know, setting up the rules, right? For example, like privacy, uh, privacy. I would say in 10, 10 years ago, nobody cares, right? But right now, everyone start caring about it, and we start having a laws. Even though you know, social media has been a while, right? At least twenty years, right? 10, 10 years, twenty years. Right, and now I think the privacy settings is become stricter and stricter. So every technology it takes ten to twenty years to be mature. And NFT, I would say, it's just like one or two years babies, and it could probably start having some good things happening and bad things happening just as the early stage. And once more and more people involve it. And more crime or more stuff happening, then it kind of affects a lot of people's life. Then I think the law or the government will start making regulations and more study case and start making a better law. And the thing about our government is that they are the last people who know the technology. <laughs> yeah, so they are not really technology aware of. A lot of things they are more traditional, right? So yeah, I would say whatever your concern is definitely whatever I concern because copyright you cannot just you know tokenize somebody's work and claim it's your own and sell in the NFT world is totally illegal. But there's no laws right now, so you know this is not right. But you couldn't really call the police, right? And the a lot of people in NFT world is pretty much anonymous. And how can you even get the person if you don't know the name, the address, you know, you don't know the person, right? Anonymous. So yeah, it's very interesting things. And I believe if NFT can survive and become, you know, more and more people involved, then the government will do something to protect it. And now there's no solution. It's just a new thing. And if you kind of got stolen, it's just like, yeah, consider bad luck or, you know, trying to lock your visitor and trying to get people logging with their uh, true information before, you know, before showing anything or something. But it's hard if someone just look up Twitter and kind of, you know, doing some NFT, you know, some some token tokenize your work then it's really really hard to um to to prevent yeah cool thank you everyone for joining me today and uh yeah so i will see you next time and hopeful uh i hope that you like today's news okay thank you so much and i will see you next time uh yeah next saturday nine o'clock thank you bye bye
Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye.